Galatians 5.1, it says it is for freedom that he set us free. It's for freedom that he set us free. What else would he set us free for? And we said, you know, it is, it is one thing that Jesus paid for our freedom, but it's another thing for us to walk out of the prisons that we put ourselves in our lives, you know? And so in other words, we have the authority. He already got the keys opened up now, but he needs our cooperation, right? We said, you got saved the day you chose to get saved. He didn't force you. Some people would like to think like, oh, you know, well, I didn't get saved before because it wasn't God's will. No, he would have saved you before you did all those other crazy things, you know. And, uh, and, and it's the same thing, you know, uh, with the areas of freedom in our life. We are a temple. We're, we're a house. Um, and God has uh, become one with our spirit. So our spirit, a spirit is intact. You know, it's perfect. It's missing nothing. It cannot be corrupted because we were born again from an uncorruptible seed. So nothing can corrupt our spirit because it's a new spirit where God has moved in. But yet our soul or our mind, will, and emotions and all this stuff, you know, it's the part that is being transformed by the renewing of our mind. It's the part that is being transformed as we stand in awe of him. And the more we gaze upon him, the more we become like him. That's speaking not of our spirit, but of our soul. And our soul has the impact on our life, Right? You know, out of the heart flow, all the issues of life, tells the Proverbs 4.23. And so, so that's what we're working on. There's areas and there's parts of our soul that are still, you know, imprisoned, but not because Jesus hasn't set us free, but because we're either not aware or we have not surrendered it to the Lord or we haven't opened the, you know, uh, the door. Uh, we haven't walked out, you know, of that place. And so, so, you know, we use all these illustrations and the Bible shows us all these illustrations of uh, how we are being set free, how we are being transformed, how we are being saved, how we are being sanctified. And so, when we got saved, it wasn't like, boom, done. Everything is perfect. I mean, I don't think I have to convince you of that truth, right? right? We know that. But we do have power and authority. We're no longer victims. We're not like, oh, powerless, and I don't know, maybe if it's God's will. No, we have authority. And the Bible tells us that it is, you know, through... Um, uh, that people perish for lack of knowledge, but what happens, you know, when we know the truth, the truth sets us free. And so as we are knowing the truth about certain things, then we become, we, we experience new levels of freedom, right? And I, and I think we could all say we've experienced new levels of freedom. You know, sometimes you've had uh, revelation and you go, wow, that really set me free. What, what is the opposite? The opposite is that you were in bondage, you were in, in condemnation, you were, you were not fully free. You were oppressed. There was an area of darkness in your life. And then last week, we just, boy, we really went wild. And we, we talked about how Christians can have demons. Remember that? Yeah. Remember that? And we talked about the difference. Demons cannot have Christians because Christians are possession of the kingdom of God. But Christians can have demons. Just, they open up the door, let them in. They don't notice. Sometimes it's sometimes it's by accident. Sometimes is uh, they they were ignorant about certain things, but and they open up the door and somebody moved in. And we talked about we're not, you know not everybody that has influence, demonic influence uh, is like the gathering, right? They're not like going crazy and saying, like, yeah, I'm not like that. I can't have, well, you know, most of the demons are hiding and they're quiet and they mimic you 
And they camouflage and they want to make you think that their voice is your voice and their thoughts is your thoughts. That's why we need to discern. And that's why I said, you know, over and over and over, we're not, um, it's, it's not about being uh, scared. It's about being aware, right? Because we are in a spiritual battle where most of everything that exists is spiritual. Our five senses can only, you know, perceive about 2% of everything that exists in the universe. And so we need to become aware, but not scared. And when we realize, okay, you know, this demonic influence comes in the way of oppression, which sometimes, not always, sometimes, not always, because then we also don't want to become those that are like, oh, that's a demon, oh, that's a demon, oh, you're a demon, you know, no, 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 not everything, you know, is that, you know. But we want to be aware because they, you know, they could manifest in sickness or in pain or something like that. Uh, then we said there's also uh, strongholds. You know, sometimes a, a demon will speak a lie and then you agree with the lie. So you make an agreement with that lie and then you start building upon that lie and protecting that lie. And sometimes you have a stronghold that has been built up for 10, 20 years and the one feeding it was a demon in the first place. That's why the Bible tells us that we need to, what? We need to take every thought captive, right? And bring it into the obedience of Christ. So become aware, not scared. Because we have all authority. All authority was given to Jesus and he gave us all authority. So therefore, when we become aware, when the Holy Spirit leads us into something, we just go, hey, devil, you have no authority over my life. You have no authority in this area. And he has to go. You want to hear something funny? No? Okay. We'll move on to the serious stuff. Um. So, my mom, she's she's a she's a spiritual ninja, you know, and she is such a fine-tuned spirit of the sermon, you know, it's it's crazy. Um, and so, growing up, I saw a lot of the you know crazy deliverances and things like that, you know. And I want you to know, deliverance doesn't have to be crazy and loud and wild. It doesn't have to be that way. Um, It's just demons sometimes get scared and they start shouting because they know their time has come. And sometimes, you know, we give them that place, but we have authority. They don't have to do that kind of stuff. Anyways, I, uh, I came home from Mexico uh, on Friday. I was there uh, visiting my family and, um, and went to see my dad from Tuesday to Friday. So I come on Friday and uh, what day did I go pick up Benjamin? Friday, Friday, Friday night. Friday night, Ali was there, and um, and we're picking up our kids from um, from this class. You know, it's like a uh, like a theater class, and uh, and we're out here in uh, in Mesa, and we're waiting for them to come out. We're in the car, we're talking, and all of a sudden we see this guy, uh, kind of a personality. You know, uh, he looked like like he was on a bicycle outfit. He looked like he was going to a dance class. So. I just thought he's an, he's a, either a teacher or or, or, a, um, or a student or something coming into the studio, but he was just acting really weird, you know. And my spirit right away says, you know, demons, you know. I'm like, oh man. And he's he's like doing all these crazy dances in the middle of the street, and you go, oh yeah, you know, 
you know there's something going on, you know, whether it's drugs or, or whatever, you know, it's, it's like, oh man. Well, then he walks into the building where there's, and it's a little lobby and there's a bunch of parents waiting uh, for their kids to come out. And I, and I see him and that, we go like, oh, that, this is not right. Like this guy's in the building and he's getting into parents' faces and doing old dances and weird. I'm like, oh. so we run in there, we run in there and I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, I'm going to cast out this devil and what I mean we don't want to show down right now you know like and then I'm thinking you know no 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 wait 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 he has to want to be free because we don't just you know deliver people just for the sake of it no we and I, and I remember all, everything I'm teaching right like I gotta have compassion of this guy I got compassion of this guy so so I go in there and the first instinct is protective right I stare at him I start asking him questions like what are you doing here are you a student are you a teacher and he's like acting all weird right in my face and like I'm like what is up with this guy, you know, and I was just praying in tongues under my breath, and, and, uh, and so, uh, after a couple questions, he walks out, you know, he's like, okay, I get it, I get it, and as he walks right by me, he goes, I know you, PB, and I was like, what? wait, what? <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 what rhymes with PB, dude, man, bro, guy, he said to me, the devil inside him goes, I know you, PB. You know, for those of you who don't know, some people call me PB for Pastor Ben. You know, I was like, oh my gosh, this is hilarious. You just gave me material for Sunday. You know, <laughs> it's been my biggest dream. Um, I heard this from my spiritual father in Mexico City many years ago. You know, how, you know, the devil knows him and they know him in hell. And I always thought, like, I want to be known in hell. Like, that's a compliment. Wanted, careful, armed and dangerous. That is crazy. He goes, I know you, PB. I'm like, so I walk out, you know, and again, my heart is just like compassion. Let's talk to this guy. Let's see if he wants to accept Jesus. And I tried to uh, establish a conversation. He did not. He didn't talk. He would just ignore me completely, you know, and, and, and kept doing his thing and, you know. And when something like that, you know, we really can't do anything because the person has to want to be set free. And if and we could engage in a spiritual battle and cast out some devils. I mean, the Bible tells us we can do that, but we're going to leave the guy worse if he doesn't want Jesus in his life. You know, it says that, you know, if a demon leaves and then, you know, the house is empty and clean, he'll bring seven friends with him and move back in. And so we don't do deliverance on people that don't want Jesus in their heart, that don't want to have a relationship with Jesus. That's a guideline, right? And so anyways, um, you know, I thought that was interesting. I'm like, hmm, okay. You know, he's scared that, you know, hundreds of people from Vita Church are now going to know and be aware, not only to be set free themselves, but to help anybody get set free. You know, Jesus said that he came for this. You know, that's the reason he came. He was anointed to set the captives free, to bring freedom, to bring liberty, to bring healing. And that's the same task for us. It's the same commission, you know. And so, um, and so today we're going to talk about how to get set free. And, uh, and then we're going to pray. We're going to spend a, 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 some time um, towards the end just praying. And so I really want to encourage you to be listening to the Holy Spirit 
Um, maybe some of you in the last couple of weeks have already identified. Maybe you opened up a door. Maybe, you know, you came in agreement with a lie. Maybe, you know, you realize there's uh, compulsive behavior, behavior or um, habitual sin that you just can't get rid of. Well, let me tell you, that's an area of demonic influence. And it's not hard to get set free. We have authority. And so today we're going to do that. Amen? Well, I know, you're not so sure, but it's okay. <laughs> All right, so we talked about um, the process of getting set free, and we said we need a revelation, number one, then a confession, and then repentance, right? And so the revelation is when we realize, huh, I opened up a door. Huh, I partnered with this spirit. Huh, I agreed with this other voice, you know, that it was not God's. You know, and, and it's not for anybody to feel condemnation like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe, you know, I allowed my family to get harmed through opening this door and stuff. No, it's not for condemnation. It's to know and to do something about it. Okay? And so, revelation. Hopefully you've had some revelation. If not, we'll pray that the Holy Spirit will give you revelation today. Uh, then confession. That is, no more justifying it. Calling it what it is. If it's sin, it's sin. It's not, everybody's doing it. No. It's not, well, that's how things are today. No. Amen. Calling it what it is. Um, and then repentance, which is turning around and heading in the direction of our Father. Okay? And so when we do this, you know, we confess and, and we repent. Uh, we take authority over these things. And what do we do? We remove their legal ground. Right? Remember we talked about this. Demons are there because there's legal ground. And sometimes, you know, people have tried to get rid of demons, but they're holding on to unforgiveness. You can't hold on to unforgiveness and expect to be free. I know, right? Yeah. You want to get set free. Let me tell you something. When you receive Jesus' forgiveness, when you receive the forgiveness of the Father, you gave up your right to have unforgiveness towards anybody else. I know, I'm going to say it again because I feel like some demons are going, la, 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 la. <laughs> when you receive forgiveness from Father God, that's what gives us salvation, right? That's what calls us righteous and washes us white as snow with the blood of Jesus. When we received that, we gave up our right to hold offense against anybody else. So when you have unforgiveness towards someone else, you're acting illegally. And you're opening up a door for torment. It's in scripture. We read it last week. I'm not going to go there again. You can watch last week, okay? You open the door to the tormentors. And so there's areas of our physical body and our peace and fear and, and different areas that, that are there because you're holding a grudge, because you're holding an offense towards somebody else. Let me tell you, this is the easiest way to get set free from any kind of devil influence. Because you go, oh, okay, fine. I know who I need to forgive. I don't want to play this game. I don't want to open doors in my life. So we're going to forgive today. Another thing we're going to do is we're going to repent from sin. You know, if there's sin in your life, habitual sin, sin you've justified, things like that. You know, you're going to 
call it what it is, and you're going to repent from it. And guess what? You're going to experience freedom. I'm going to close those doors that were open. And if there is things and idea, and this is something you can do anytime at home. You might be like, well, there's like 10 things I need to do. I don't know if there's enough time today. That's right. You go home, you spend time with the Lord. You could do this on your own. Did you know that? You can do this on your own because you're a child of God. You have authority. You have the name of Jesus. You're a child of God, possession of the kingdom of God. You belong to him. Amen. And so, uh, like I said, you know, the Holy Spirit might bring one or two or three or four things. You know, we'll, we'll pray through those things. Um, but uh, this is something you can do at home, you know. If, so, so don't get overwhelmed. Also, don't think like, man, I have so many things I got to get rid of today. I have to get rid of it today. It's okay, you know. You've had them for a long time already, so. <laughs> uh, you know, break it up in a few days. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm glad you're laughing because it, it really shouldn't be like a, oh, you know, oh my gosh, you know. They don't have power over us. You know, except what we give to them. And when we've given legal ground, like our light bulb is turning on. We're going, oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. You know, we're excited for freedom, excited for more freedom, excited to be rid of fear and that anxiety that just never leaves. Oh, my God. You don't have to have that anymore. Isn't that amazing? I love that, that uh, Transform University is teaching on strongholds because uh, one of the things that we're going to be doing um, next week is talking about how do we build godly strongholds, right? How do we stay free, you know, and recognizing those things, you know, awesome, awesome that uh, uh, that's happening at Transform You this week. And so anyways, um, so we're going to pray about that. We're going to recognize lies, you know, for some of you, like the Holy Spirit will be like, hey, yeah, this is the lie, you know. And, and if, you, if you're still stuck in the idea that, oh, man, I, there's no way I can have a demon. There's no way I could have invited that because I'm a Christian. Let me tell you something. If there is sin in your life, is that darkness or is that light? Did God leave you because of that sin, because of that darkness? No. You know, I, I used to believe, you know, years ago the same thing, that well, I, there can't be a demon inside of me because God lives inside of me. Well, how's that different than sin? How's that different than believing a lie? It's darkness. It's not light. But we also think sometimes incorrectly that, you know, the Holy Spirit is right in there inside of us sharing, you know, a tiny tight space with a demon, you know, and like, and so we go, that can't be, but that's not how it is. See, his spirit joined with our spirit and is a perfect and it's sealed. It's not, it's not how we think. Our minds can't comprehend. This is a spiritual thing. Amen? And so, so we're going to pray uh, for this. Uh, so if you've identified demonic influence in your life or in your families, or you've identified that you open doors and you see effects of this, okay, today you're going to participate in your own freedom, okay? Um, and, and it doesn't matter what level of demonic influence you could be dealing it could be lies it could be fear it could be sickness it could be unforgiveness it could be anger rage right or it could be straight up witchcraft all of the above it doesn't matter god is god the name of jesus is the name of jesus the blood of jesus is just as powerful and you have authority if you're a child of god amen
Um, so, let's go to Mark chapter 16. And we're going to read in uh, verses, verse 17. It says, anyone, say with me, anyone. Okay, anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved, but anyone who refuses to believe will be condemned. Verse 17, these miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. Who? Those who believe. All right, I believe. Do you believe? Okay. Hopefully some of you, more of you will believe, you know, as we continue reading. Okay. It says, they will cast out demons in my name, whose name? The name of Jesus, right? And they will speak in new tongues. They'll be able to handle snakes with safety, and if they drink anything poisonous, it won't hurt them. They will be able to place their hands on the sick, and they will be healed. Man, it's pretty good. Because if you believe, then you're good. You believe in the name of Jesus. Now, let's go to Luke chapter 10. And we're going to read in uh, verse 18. It says, yes, he told them, I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. Look, I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy. Okay, okay, look. I love how it says look right there. I don't have to say look. It already says look. Look, look. I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy. You know, sometimes people are more scared of the power of the enemy than of the power of God. Like they believe more in the power of the enemy than the power of God. I think I've told you this story before, but I think it's really funny. Uh, a pastor gets up one day in front of his congregation, and he tells them, he pulls out an old book, and he goes, look, you see this book? I found it in an old library. It's a book of witchcraft and spells. Check it out. Let's see what some of these say. And he starts turning the pages, and people start freaking out. You know, they're like, what is he about to do? Some people start getting up. They're about to walk out. He's like, yeah, let's go read this. And as he notices everybody's reaction, he goes, huh. This is so interesting. You guys are more scared of a curse than how you trust in God's blessing that I speak over you every week. Ouch, right? You were more scared over the curse that somebody could speak over a spell or something witchcrafty and than the trust you have in the blessing and the word of God. So look, I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy, all of it. And you can walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them. Nothing will injure you, but don't rejoice. Check this out. Don't rejoice because evil spirits obey you. In other words, this is like low-level stuff. This is low-level stuff. He says, the thing that you need to rejoice is that your names are registered in heaven. Your name is registered in heaven. Your property of heaven. So if Jesus has all the power, how much of the power does the devil have? None. And if he gave you all the power and authority, how much power does the devil have compared to you? Is it even a fair fight? No, it's not. You know where the biggest fight is? It's right here. 
It's right here. It's in our mind. It's in the thoughts. It's in the, in the fear. And the, what if it doesn't work? <laughs> Man, God is so good. Hmm. God is so good. We belong to God. And so, let's see, we're going to, can I ask uh, for someone from the worship team or, uh, or can we get a, a, uh, somebody on the piano, please? I know it's a little sooner than normal, but we're going to pray. And, 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 and I really believe we're going to experience freedom. And, and, and so as we're praying, okay, um, you, can, you can do one of two things. You can either pray every single prayer or you could just, you know, say, hey, Holy Spirit, you know, is there something here that I need to pray? Is there something here that I need to renounce? Is there something here, you know, that I need to be set free of? And, um, and so as, as we do this, you're going to feel immediate freedom, okay? And because it's not hard. You know, sometimes if you, if you grew up in church or any kind of charismatic, spirit-filled church and you saw deliverance done in a crazy, weird, scary way, I'm sorry, you know, I am sorry, because some people are traumatized by that stuff, but it doesn't have to be that way, you know, and so I think some believers, as a matter of fact, I believe some have said, ooh, I don't want to have anything to do with freedom and deliverance because <laughs> I don't want to look like that, I don't want to be rolling and growling on the ground, right, so instead, uh, I don't see, I don't hear, I don't have anything, I'm good, true, but it doesn't have to be like that, you know. The devil doesn't have authority to do that. And so we're going to pray. And, uh, and so, you, you know, you might feel something as simple as a weight lifting or something just going or something. as the Holy Spirit is moving and, you know, and then this, this stuff is happening in the spiritual realm, okay. And you're being set free. I don't know about you, but I'm excited. Devil showed his hand on the the other night, you know. He's like trying to scare me or whatever, you know. Like, come on, I know you, PV. I know you too. You lose. 